smelly pirate hooker. Wonky, wonky. Go away. Read some books. Don't look at me with that tone of voice or I put you in the shirt. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. I like the Christmas babies, Trent. And I like the way my skin feels when I'm wearing my rainbow jacket. Welcome back. It's been a while. Dilly fucked up. I was, we had plans to do it, and he was like, I thought you said you had plans. And I was like, no, man, I said, wait a minute, I'm going to tell you. And so that's why it's been a couple weeks, but. Well, you know. I mean, it's been a busy couple weeks, so. It has been. I mean, I went to Disney. I, I, I enjoy that place, but I also hate that place. So we'll get into we'll get into some of my rants about that later, but I saw I saw a Reddit post or no, it was a short that was showing a Reddit post. And I wanted to tell you that this is what this is what we need to do. Yeah. Okay, so there's a mod for Lethal Company, alright? But the mod is it like Bluetooth connects to your butt plug. <laughs> and I guess every time you die, it like violently vibrates the butt plug. And so here's here's my thing. Here's my thought, okay? Not a butt plug. Okay? Okay, I was about to say, if you're thinking I'm going to get me and two others, including you, together to, with <laughs> vibrating butt plugs, <laughs> you, you, you might be... I bet, I bet Neptune's would. Yeah, probably. Yeah. That might be the only one you'll get to go with it. Yeah. But so here's my thought, okay? So when I learn enough on Code Academy, here's the mod I want to make, okay? I want to connect to the game one of those dog shock collars. Oh my god. But I want us to tape it to our ball sack. Oh my. <laughs> so you want me to shock my balls every time we die in Lethal Company? Yes, yes, yes. And the funny thing is, is that you we can alternate who does terminal just to try and make it to where it's possible to survive, right? But that also means that if somebody is on terminal, that people are going to try and start coaxing things into the ship to kill their ass. Yeah. So they get an unexpected shock to the dick. But I saw that and I was just like, you know what? It'd be the funniest goddamn thing to see four people land four up. Four people with cock rings that are set up to electrify. Yeah. Yeah. In a room. Record that shit. So if you're a modder out there and you want to make it instead, fucking do it. Let me know. Let me know. I'll buy the shock I mean, I'd collars. Ha- I'd have to run it by the boys and see if they'd be willing to have their nuts tased. But, you know. Uh, something tells me Cameron would. <laughs> Cameron? Yeah. Something Maybe. tells me. Maybe. He's wild enough. <laughs> He's wild enough. But, uh, definitely, definitely need to just, there, there's no asking to it. You just need to tell Josh that it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to tase your nuts when you die. Yeah, and if, if we find out you don't have it on, then the taser comes out. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you get your ass either way. That's right. So, what have you been doing these past couple weeks? Well, I had an addiction to Power World, just like you know everybody else in the world. But, uh, 
Yeah, for like literally two weeks there. It's a fun game, dude. It is. It's really fun. It's it does kind of have all the bad things that Ark has, but it has a lot of good things to it. It fixed the gameplay loop a ton that I had a problem with. You know what I mean? Like a lot of the problems I had in Ark were like whenever you brought your dinos back to base, they didn't really do anything. They just kind of sat there like plastic props. When you bring your, you know, your pals back to your base, they're running around doing shit. They're working. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, it makes it feel more alive. I like that about it. Well, and you're able to use some of your creativity to where you can set bases up to where you, like, you pop in and you're just like, all right, make some ingots, you know, do this, do that. And then you can dip out and go do something else. But that shit still gets made. Yeah. You know, whereas I think Ark was just a... If you wanted to make a shitload of X, you had to stand there and wait until all that got done. It's been a long time since I played Ark. Is it, is it like that? Or it, was it more like um, Seven Days, where you just set it to do it, and it just kind of did it I, in the inventory? To be honest, it's been so long since I played Ark, and I played so little of Ark, that I can't really remember, to be honest with you. It's been so long. It was a fun game, but it was one of those that, like, you needed to have dedicated friends yeah, to where and, all you did was play Ark to get anywhere. And you had to adjust so many settings in that game, in my opinion, for it to be fun. Like, if you wanted to tame a dino on default settings, it took... Hours. Hours, yeah, yeah. It's only, like, literally, like, 24 hours type, you know, shit, where you're just sitting there feeding it, keeping it knocked out, you know... I'm just like, what the fuck is this, bro? Yeah. And a lot of my friends wanted to keep it on default settings. I'm just like, I'm not I'm not going to sit here for seven hours trying to tame a dodo bird. This is fucking stupid. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, I got a T-Rex. And it's like, yeah, it took you seven days. You had to find it. You had to trank it. And it's not even a it. good one. It's just a T-Rex. It's not even like it's got like good traits or anything. Yeah. So it it's... It's really taken the game industry by storm because I, Nintendo ain't happy. The previous game that had the most players at one time was PUBG with 3 million. And this game's peak was 19 million. No, I think it got up to like 2.1. I think it got up to 2.1. Power World? Yeah. Yeah, I think Steam. I think it got up to like 2.1 million. Well, in total. With, like, Xbox, Steam, oh, everyone, yeah. it was 19 million total players at one time. Between the, like... Because the they put it on Game Pass. Yeah. But they did kind of fuck up. They did kind of fuck up. Because they put it on Game Pass, and they didn't block it from, like, Xbox One and Xbox Series S to, you know, to download it. Yeah. Because they don't even meet the minimum requirements. Because, like, if you go on Steam, the minimum that they recommend is 16 gigs of RAM. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that the Series S, the driveless, which is fucking phenomenal that they sell it like it just doesn't have a drive on it, but it actually only has 10 gigs of RAM. Yeah, that's going to be lacking. Whereas the Series X has 16. Yeah. So they're... The Series X only has 16? Yeah. Yeah, but see, that's the problem. That's the problem with consoles is that it's 16 gigs of RAM, whereas we have 16 gigs of dedicated RAM. 
and then our video card, like mine, yeah, has DDR. ten gigs yeah. of dedicated GPU RAM. Yeah. But in a console, it's sixteen gigs, and it's if you look up the specs, it says like three gigs is just for the OS. Oh, so they're splitting it up. And then like there's an extra two gigs that goes to the GPU, and then the so rest. So at the of end of the day, they're getting like eight for yeah. their game. Yeah. Yeah, you see, that's 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 whack. That's not that's with these modern games, man. I see some of them like when I check like when I check my software to see what my you know my parts are pushing. My RAM, I'm I'm pushing fourteen, fifteen in some of these modern games. Gigabytes of RAM, but you have thirty two. You know, same yeah. same as me. And it's DDR five. I got the fast shit. Yeah, and so because you have a larger pool, it can pull even more from that but that's why it runs so fucking smooth you know um but yeah the the community if you're an xbox player quit fucking bitching because they're getting real shitty on that group uh i found a power world group that i fucking trolled while i was at disney because i was like i'm standing in line i'm pissing people off yeah you know it was just like it's just what i do yeah it's what i do and they get really shitty because they're like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I can't play this game. It crashes as soon as I open it. And it's like, what do you want? And they're like, Xbox One. And it's just like, you're playing it on a potato. Get a PC. Yeah. And they all just roll their eyes like, oh, the PC gamers. They're like, get a PC. And it's like, it was made for fucking PC. Yeah. Like, well, what do you want me to tell you? Your fucking potato console that you wanted to cheap efficient way to get games can't push it yeah like what do you want like you can get an xbox one for like 250 dollars like they're fucking well it's not just that dude the the series x is the only one that technically meets the requirements and even then i guarantee you i guarantee you that it doesn't run like it does on pc no i've seen side by side like pictures yeah and the rendering it doesn't render half the shit on console that it does on I PC. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. And that's because, yes, it meets the system requirements of 16 gigs. It's re- it, it, what it does is it, reads, it it meets the requirements for, like, medium to low settings. Yeah. Is what it is. Yeah. Whereas I'm playing all on epic settings. Yeah, I'm on ultra. And it's like, it, it looks completely different from what they're seeing. Yeah. Like, I guess the, the Xbox One... If people can get it to play, because people are like, oh, well, disable multiplayer and do this, do that, and all this, to try and get it to work. But people have shown, like, what they're looking at, and, like, their avatars aren't even loading in. Like, it looks like a blurry fucking mess. Oh, dear. And it's like, they, they fucked up, but I understand they wanted to bring it to a larger audience. But whenever a game doesn't perform, like, at all yeah, on the lesser console... You need to bar it from being able to be downloaded. Yeah, I don't know why they put it on the older ones. At least the Series X can handle it to a degree. Like the, the Series S can handle it, but apparently... X. Yeah, but the Series S, the lesser yeah. of the newer generation, it can handle it, but it's like you have to disable multiplayer, so you can't play with your friends. Uh, man, that's where you the You can't game play is. on a public server. Which, to be fair... Public server probably sucks when you're trying to catch a fucking boss. Yeah. And then somebody comes in and swoops and bam, legendary. And just snags it from you. That has to be fucking irritating. Yeah. 
So, and I've been playing it on my own because I kind of want to experience shit and be like, okay, what is this? How do I get that? Where's this at? You know, I I jumped into your guys' server, but it was like everything was kind of already done, you know? So it was just like, oh, I'm just going to go check out the world, you know? I'm going to yeah. level up some. So it's it's fantastic. It's a fantastic game. I know Pokemon and Nintendo's piss. Oh, for sure. They haven't put out a game that's done well in a decade, and then the, these guys put out a game that's like basically copying their their art style, and it's done phenomenal. Yeah, it's... Did you see how much money Power World put into their dedicated servers? Because of how much money they got yeah, in? Yeah, it's like half a million dollars a month. Yeah. 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 That, make sure their servers are running consistently. And you know, with these indie games, I understand that there will be... Um, there will be hackers. There will be cheaters. You know? I get that. Every game has it. Every game has it. But why can't we have the ability, like, you know, you bought that private server and to where, like, the company hosted the private server? Why don't they have, you know, why don't they have it to where it's easier? Like, if I had a, a rig that I built that I could host a private server on that specific rig. Like, I just have to download something and set it up and be like, okay, this is the IP address, this is this, this is this, connect to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then that would try, that would possibly alleviate some of, you know, the issues that they're having with high costs because indie developers, they made a shitload of money off of the sales but don't you want to have them invest that into furthering the game? Yeah. Instead of just paying to keep the servers live? You know? So, giving giving gamers the ability to have their own private server, where it doesn't fucking matter. If I want to have it to where you just walk up and hit the ore thing one time, and it gives you 40 ore and you run off, like, that's my prerogative. I'm the admin of the server. Yeah. So, hacking wouldn't be that big of a deal. You know, it's like, well, you condoned it, so if you're mad about it, fuck you. Yeah. I just, I don't get, I understand live games like Call of Duty, you can't do that. But on things like this, why not? You know there's nerds out there that would be like, oh, I got that old rig, I'll just fire that up. Host a server. Yeah. And then, because how much did that server cost you to rent it? $10. For like, what, a month? Yeah. See, I mean, it's not a lot. And I got we got our fun out of it. Yeah. And I I still hop on it from occasion. I'm not completely done. I just I've gotten my fill for this for like the content that's in the game. Well, and if you look at how much time I have played, bruh, I got like 140. You could check on Steam. I don't know how how much I have, but I think it's close to 130, 140 hours. I believe it. You were on it, like, all the fucking yeah. time. Yeah, I went fucking crazy. You'll have to check here Any, later Yeah, on. anytime I open my Steam app, because, like it said, something was on sale or something like that, I could check and be like, oh, Dale's on Power World. Yeah. Like, I could see all the all the boys just Power World, Power World, Power World. And I get it. Yeah. Because... On the, on the opposite side, because you have this indie company that's now taking on a fucking behemoth known as Nintendo by saying, fuck you guys, we're giving Pikachu fucking guns. Yeah. 
he's going to pop a cap in that ass. On the other side, you have Ubisoft. Did you hear about the Skull and Bones shit? What? So you know their pirate game that they've been yeah you know, they're just trying to hype up yeah seventy dollars okay they claim that it's a quadruple A title <laughs> a quadruple A title uh huh and they're like justifying the price tag well apparently um I read something about like the the top tier like level like you know how you can get like the base game or deluxe or whatever. So I guess like the top level, as far as I my understanding is the only way to get it is you have to pay them seventeen ninety nine a month for the subscription to have access to the game. To like its top tier thing. And I'm sitting there just like No. No. Yeah, I'm gonna lag out of that one. It's I want to if if I'm if it's seventy dollars, I gotta give them seventy dollars, and I gotta give them a monthly <clears throat> subscription. No, I think you just give them the the eighteen bucks a month, and you can play the game. But if you stop paying the eighteen dollars a month, you can't play the game. So you're not paying the seventy dollars to buy the game. You're just paying eighteen dollars to be able to play it. So it's that subscription service that that Ubisoft guy was talking about. So it was, it's kind of like Game Pass, but it's you know it's Ubisoft's subscription service, and it's like you guys need to put out a decent game before you have a subscription service. And I haven't even I've, seen the gameplay, so I've heard that it's not great. Everybody, everybody that I've seen talk about it, they say Skull and Bones is a game of all time. That's what they all say. Really, a game of all time. It's just a game. It's just a game. It's it's a game. That's what everybody says. And they spent like 10 years making it, didn't they? Yeah, and everybody's like, it's mid, from what I've heard. There was this dude that comes in all the time into my job, and he's always like, man, I've been looking forward to this. And like, finally, there's a game, another pirate game other than Sea of Thieves. I've been looking forward to this. I'm like, I hope it works out for you. I hope it's good, man. He's been coming in moping about that fucking game. Like, oh, it's, just, it's all right. It's mid, you know? I'm like, oh, shit. Well, I hear that a lot of gripes is that it's an, it's just another Ubisoft title. Like, there's... They have that formula of, like, you know, your little compass or whatever that has all the different things. The map has all these different icons on it. And... So, it's like, they tell you exactly where to go to do whatever. And... I feel like that's something that Sea of Thieves did well, is that it doesn't necessarily tell you. Like, it tells you, but you got to kind of look for it, you know? Yeah, it, it'll, t- it'll tell you where you need to be, but you got to figure that out through compass and your heading and all that. So. Yeah, yeah. You have to look at the map. You have to find that one specific fucking island that has two buried treasure on it that you're looking yeah. for, and then you have to sail to it. Instead of them just being like, oh, you picked up a quest. Go here. Yeah. It's like you speed run through it. And it's like, where's the adventure here? You're telling me where to go. You're holding my hand. Stop it. That's, exactly. That's what makes a game feel immersive. Is that yeah, you, you remember, have remember to... The, 
remember the memes about if Ubisoft made Elden Ring and like the 500 million icons around the screen and all that shit? Oh yeah, it's so true. I'm gonna I'm gonna hope in futility that this game officially ruins Ubisoft. I would I would love it if they just they got so much money. I just don't think that it'll no. I, that's why I said futility. It's yeah. not gonna ruin Ubisoft. There's plenty. There's plenty of suckers out there that are paying that eighteen goddamn dollars a month. Yeah. For a mid game. Because all their games are mid. Yeah. Like, Ubisoft, they always have fantastic ideas, but their execution falls flat every time. They do too much hand-holding. I think that's one of the reasons that Elden Ring did so well, too, that all the Souls games do, because they don't hold your hand for shit. They're just like, hey, this is the attack button. This is the dodge button. Go figure it out. Good luck. Yeah, that's it. That's the tutorial. And... Gamers hell, love. The hell, Dark Souls One. It, it was called Dark Souls One: Prepare to Die Edition. That's what it was called. Yeah, the remaster. For, no, not that was before the remaster. That that was the re-release that was on the. Oh, they had Dark like Souls. all the DLCs. Yeah, and everything. yeah, it was yeah, and it was called Prepare to Die Edition. Yeah, like they, they were literally, they were literally the game was telling you get ready because it's not gonna this this game ain't gonna cradle you. We're gonna fuck you till you die. And that's the funny thing I think about Souls games is like once you've beat them and you've learned the game to a science, you really you understand the game. That game's easy. Oh yeah, it was hysterical. Hysterical in those uh those Dark Souls three groups where somebody's like, Oh my gosh, this guy's so fucking hard. How the fuck do you beat this guy? Yeah, and then it, and then a guy's just like, "Fuck you, dude! This guy's easy." Yeah, and he and he pull, he shows he takes a fucking video and yeah. posts it in the comments of him beating the boss one handed on the controller. Yeah, while filming it. While filming it. Yeah, and he's just like, "Get good." And that's the thing about it is we've all been, well, most of us have been in both situations there. Like where you're just like, "This boss is the hardest thing I've ever fought. How is this even possible?" And then. I could beat this boss nearly without even thinking. You know what I mean? It's just, that's the thing about Souls games. This is about trial and error, taking your time, and not letting the frustration overcome you. That's the the hard part about Souls games, is not dying. It's the mental fortitude to keep pushing forward. It's not letting the deaths and running back to the boss. That's the whole reason it's designed that way. You see, Dark Souls design, you gotta run a long-ass trip. You know, just running along on this big-ass long trail that's tedious, annoying, you gotta jump, do parkour. You, you gotta know that to... there's an enemy behind that fucking rock yeah, that's, that's gonna, gonna stab you. you. And then you're, there's gonna be spots where you're gonna get knocked off and possibly fall to your death and lose all your souls. And then after you get through that, then you can go through the fog wall and attempt it again. The whole game is trying to get on your nerves. It's trying to get... It's trying to make you lose your, you know, your temper. But I would argue that that's also an ingenious game design, yeah. simply because when you finally beat that boss, the dopamine rush that you oh, get, oh yeah, oh yeah, is ten times better. It's because it feels like the world's against you. Yeah, and you 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 overcame that obstacle. Yeah, because the world is against you in this world. It is. You could have the best weapon in the yeah. game, but if your rolls are trash. Yeah, if you if you have weak gameplay, it doesn't and you're matter. greedy as fuck, you gonna die. Yeah, that's that's the whole point. But with Pal World and Enshrouded, 
and you know all the again it is I'm I'm gonna expand it it's not just um, it's not just the time of the indie developer because like I had to take a few week break watching Kill Tony so last night I watched their first show of the New Year's because they it dropped and then I dipped off to Disney and I didn't have time to watch any of it so I finally got to watch the first um, show that they did because they had two shows for New Year's and I'm sitting there watching it laughing my ass off and I, it dawned on me that like I'm not necessarily concerned about AI anymore because a lot of people are like oh AI is going to like destroy so many different you know jobs and everything I feel like AI is going to get to the point where you no longer have to go to, you know, school to be a lawyer, you know, where all you do is cite fucking cases and, you know, argue shit, and an AI can do that. Yeah. You know, an AI will be able to do this, that, and the other. An AI is not going to be able to, you know, go to your house and fix your bursted fucking water pipe. You know, that kind of shit's going to still be around. But... I think it's going to allow a lot more of um, humanity to focus on creation. Yeah. Because I know you've talked about how, like, artists and stuff, they're getting they're getting hammered hard right now. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I was watching that, and it was just like, there's an aspect that AI is not going to be able to do, and that's, like, the human touch. Uh-huh. So it's going to allow people to be more creative. Which means, in turn, it's going to allow people to be more happy. That that is that is true. I get what you're saying. But if you look at the way AI, the way AI is going, the algorithm that some of them are implementing in AI now, it's 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 taking human art and it's copying hundreds of images of AI art, and then it starts to copy that style. So there's this one uh, artist that um, Cameron's very fond of. He's donated to many times for art. That there's been people who have put hundreds of their different arts into the AI, and the AI has been able to replicate their style. Yeah, and it's been able to make images similar to their style, but for a dollar. Yeah, instead of their fifteen to twenty dollars for an image, that's going to take six hours for them to make. But see, here's you know that is that's something that's going to get hurt. Yes. Yeah, that's that's the only problem I've seen with it is that it's like it's taking creativity away from artists. But like. You know, they, uh, cause you're able to go into an AI and say, write a, write a joke in the style of George Carlin. Yeah. Or Richard Pryor, you know, somebody that is no longer with us, you know. And, I mean, they can do it. It may not be the best joke, but they can do it. My thing is, is that eventually that's gonna get stale as fuck. Like, it's not going to be able to do that forever because it's not going to have that human insight. Yeah. So, same thing with art. It, there will get to a point where AI just can't... You'll be able to be like, no, that... I feel like I've seen that before. You know what I mean? And yeah. so, I think people are eventually going to get back to... Right now, it's new. But I feel like people are going to get back to the, no, I want that guy to sit there and hand draw, you know, my logo design or whatever the fuck, you know, I'm, I'm having them do because it will have that human touch and people are going to be able to spot 
the AI touch. Yeah. So I'm not too terribly worried about it anymore because I think it's just going to get the mundane, shitty, you know, jobs that people fucking hate and they hate themselves for having to do it. And like sitting there staring at a spreadsheet where you're just typing in fucking numbers all day. Like, that sounds awful. Yeah. And it's like, if AI can do that, yeah, a job is lost. But there's certain things in a job that requires a human touch. Yeah. And if you get your kids to learn how to actually work AI or help code AI, that's going to probably be the play. You know? Yeah. Because it's going to continuously get more and more and more. Think of like Star Trek. Yeah. You know, the, the movies. I'm not too terribly familiar with the, you know, the shows. But... You always see, you always see the the people just at a computer screen just. Yeah. How much, and you always wonder like, what the fuck? They're like eighteen, and you know they're like, oh well, the quantum mechanics of the blah 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 blah. Yeah. And it's like, how the fuck do you know all that shit? And well, it's probably because they have a lot of fucking AI. Yeah. And they just are good at manipulating the AI. So, you're still going to have those technical things. AI is just going to be, what, like a, a little helper yeah. on the side? Uh, like I, like whenever, We're going to get more and more technical. Whenever so. like our, our kids are like damn near grown up, I think AI will be to the point where you can go to Google and you could ask it anything. And there will be an AI that can give you a detailed description of anything you need. You know what I mean? Like at that point. Yeah. Like, you'd be like, how can I grow tomatoes in this climate? And it'll give you everything you need. Yeah. Every variety of tomato, what kind of soil you need, different types of fertilizer, everything. Where to go buy it? Yeah. Here's a link to go buy this shit right now. Yeah. Actually, we compiled a shopping list. Just click buy now, and yeah. everything will be at your house yeah. in two We days. have a delivery service right, uh, already acquired for you, and just, like, it'll be, it'll probably be insane, honestly. Yeah. It'll save a lot of time. You know? But that allows humans to create more. Yeah. So that's where I just I feel like it's it's gonna be it's gonna be good. Now, as long as they don't like figure out that they don't need us anymore and try and kill us all. But yeah, see, that's that's where it grows. This is like. But see, at the same time, like I said, human touch. Can an AI build its own computer? Well, did you did you hear about that thing? I don't know if it was true, but I seen a thing, and it was like they're implementing AI into robots in uh, somewhere in Japan, and they had four of them lined up in an assembly, right? And they were deconstructing them all for like maintenance. But when they were deconstructing the third one, and they were almost to the fourth one, they finished deconstructing the third one, and when they went to the fourth one, something happened, and they had to do like emergency, like fail safe or something. <clears throat> And when they did, they locked off the room. And when they locked off the room, the fourth one looked up, it used a satellite, like ping, it used a ping to link with a satellite. It got information on how to reassemble the first three, and it reassembled them fixing the problem that they had. It, it troubleshooted and fixed the issues with the first three, that they were all disassembling them to figure out. So what, it had the dexterity to be able to put everything back yeah, together? Yeah, it, the, the, the machines were designed to build the machine they are. That was the test. Yeah. It was a machine to build itself. 
and when they when they turned it off and had no link to anything, it managed to figure out how to make a ping to a satellite to an internet source, get the information on how to reassemble them, and then get information on how to troubleshoot things properly, and then fix them by itself. Well, now, of course, I don't know if this is true. I didn't have any sort of like you know link to back it up. Yeah. So this could have been just some Reddit shenanigans, of course. But yeah. If that is the case, then we're getting into some like crazy, crazy territory here. But see, at stuff. the same time, you know, because some people will say, "Well, how do you handle money if people if all these jobs are getting eliminated?" Yeah. Then how do you handle like you know people making a living? And it's like, well, and some people will say it, it sounds fucking stupid, but I think crypto is how it's going to go. We're not going to have like paper money like we have today now. We need to put guardrails up to where, like, the government can't just shut your fucking wallet down yeah. and make you destitute, you know? It's, there are certain guardrails that need to be put up that humans can't shit on other humans for it. Yeah. But I picture, like, so, say, ChatGPT, you know how much computing power that fucking thing needs in order to do its, you know, constant requests that people are making? So who's to say that they don't have it tied to... A crypto network that then you, me, your neighbor, whatever, they have a little machine in their house, and that machine is what helps drive that AI network, and in turn, you get a form of cryptocurrency that then you can use to pay for goods and services. Yeah. So it's like, that's your job, and now you have all this time in the world to create and like do things that make you happy. You know, if you wanna if you wanna paint, paint. If you wanna make knives, make knives. Like if you wanna sit on your ass and make YouTube videos, sit on your ass and make YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. But you do what you wanna do because that thing's making you money twenty four seven. And it's like, oh, I wanna raise. Buy another one of those machines. Yeah. You've just doubled your fucking pay. You know? It would be nice if it worked like that. I, I think that, that might eventually be what comes to it, but at the same time, we have a government that wants control, and this this doesn't just go for the U.S. government, it's every government just wants more and more control of its citizens, so yeah. we have to get away from that, too, because a populace that doesn't have to go and, you know, just grind away 40, 50, 60 hours a week at work, and are able to kind of have their own time and do their own thing. That also means you have more time to be informed with current events and find out all the stupid shit that they do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's government I think is going to be the biggest obstacle when it comes to AI and getting into a, you know, a freer society. I agree. But I was just, I was thinking about, while we were at Disney, they have like an app and it says like, you know, oh, this ride has 10 minute wait, this has 120 minute wait. It has all these little things in the app, and I'm thinking like, how many fucking lines of code were needed in order to do this? Just this one app to make everything run so smooth. Yeah. Probably a ton, honestly. And... I went on a bit of a rant while I was there, though. I, 
I think I think fat people need to pay two admission tickets. At Disney? Theme park. Just like planes, dude. Just like planes. Okay? Define fat people. Okay. So this is what this is what sparked it. Alright? I made the connection. You know how you know how pl- um, airlines made it to where like if your ass was so big it couldn't fit in a seat, they made you pay for a second seat. Yeah. Well, so I'm sitting on the bus trying to go wherever we were going. And across from me is this chick that her ass is so fucking wide, it's taking up like two and a half seats. Okay? And <clears throat> next next to this woman is their little kid. And I felt bad for this girl because she had like maybe a third of a seat that she was able to sit her ass on. Because right next to her was a guy that rode his scooter onto the fucking bus. So they took up three seats. They have to like fold these three seats up to strap in this fucking scooter. And then he goes and takes up two and a half more seats. Or, like, you're trying to exit the ride, and you're trying to go because it's like, you know, you have shit planned. A lot of the things at Disney is, like, you have to plan a lot of things. So it's like, when you get off this one ride, you may have a lightning lane that you paid for that is about ready to end, and you got to fucking get there and get that, otherwise you lose it. Yeah. And you've got this tubby in front of you that's fucking walking like the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man taking up the whole goddamn walkway and you can't get around them because they have no spatial awareness. It's just like, dude, you're a fucking walrus. Get out of the fucking way. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm, I'm, it's, it's one of those things that it's like, and people were like, people were like, oh, well, what about, what about illnesses, like thyroid conditions and all this shit? And it's just like, well, although I can kind of feel for them a little bit, what caused the thyroid condition? Was it the fact that you ate three boxes of Twinkies in one sitting? And now you got diabetes and thyroid issues and because you didn't take care of your fucking body. I'm just... It, it's this, this culture that we're in that you can't fat shame anybody anymore. It's like that's why this country's over 50% fucking fat. Yeah. And like, I agree. I'm not fucking shredded or anything, but one of my butt cheeks is half a seat. Yeah. Like... I got a Hank Hill ass, so mine's like a third, you know, like, even less than a half a seat, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's, I feel like in order to have a healthy society, we need to start fat shaming again. Honestly, I agree. I was fat for so long because I thought that was just like, it was okay. And don't get me wrong, it's okay to be fat. It's not okay to be okay with being fat. Well, and it's, you know, my thing is, is like, um, like whenever I was watching Kill Tony, Jelly Roll came out. He's a big motherfucking yeah. dude. But it's also one of those things that I, I've seen interviews and shit with him. And it's like, I guarantee when he's out in public, he's aware that he's a big fucking dude. Yeah. He has that awareness of like, you know, hey, I shouldn't stand in the middle of the fucking aisle at Walmart. 
Yeah. You know, because I take up the vast majority of the aisle at Walmart. You know what I mean? So it's like, he's mindful of it. He gets out of other people's fucking way. But it's these people that just, they're oblivious. You know, and I get, we're, we're all human, but we all have our own shit going on. But it's also like, you're in my fucking way. Yeah. Like, be mindful that you're massive. And you need to get out of fucking people's way. (laughs) (laughs) You're massive. (laughs) It's just... But Winnie had had an instance where... Because I'm not used to walking 10 miles a day, right? No one is, really. Yeah. So, like, when when you go to places like that and you have, like, multiple days that you're doing that, 10-mile walks every single day... Yeah. You fucking hurt, right? Yeah. Like, it shows how out of shape you are when you're just like, God damn, like, I'm getting, a wor- be- I'm getting a better workout on my vacation than I do on the day-to-day, you know? So I made some comment about how I'm fat or something, and when he just goes, Dad, you're not fat. If you were fat, you'd have a butt where your parts should be. So she sees these old men that fucking pull their pants up past their fucking belly button yeah, and put the belt on. Like, you need a fucking belt, dude. Your gut's big enough. It's fucking cutting it off. And she yeah. sees the fucking flap underneath. <laughs> and she's so like, she's that's saying, a butt. If you have a front butt, that's what makes you fat. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. But at the same time, you know, she, after a few days, she looks at me and she goes, Dad. I think I need to get one of them fat people scooters. <laughs> I can't walk anymore. <laughs> I'm just like, we're not doing that. But I understand. She's like, I'll ride on your lap. I'll ride on your lap. You can drive it around. <laughs> Trying to convince me. I'm like, no, no, no. I ain't, ain't going to do that. I ain't going to do that. But I also I also paid attention Yeah. to the red shoes. See any red shoes? I saw some, but not yeah. very many. It's yeah. a very it's a very small percentage of the population that buys red shoes, and it furthers my point that people that buy red shoes are fucking assholes. <laughs> there's there's a trait in them. Dirty rotten scoundrels, man. Oh, dude, I, there was I saw numerous people, numerous people that I look. I was just like, that guy looks like a douche. <laughs> I look down, I'm like, oh, red shoes. Yep, makes sense. But uh, another thing, before I went to Disney, and I advise anybody that's listening to do this, you would have had a fucking blast. We went and saw Duncan Trussell. Yeah. You know him? You don't know who Duncan Trussell is? I don't, I don't think so. Comedian? Maybe. I'm not sure. If I'd seen his face, maybe. I don't know. It was quite possibly one of the funnest shows I've been to ever. Yeah? Oh my God, dude talking about conspiracies and shit and funny as fuck if you have the opportunity if he's coming to whatever city you're in or near you go fucking see him I never laughed that fucking hard you lost your shit oh man it was great it was great I need to drag your ass to some of those shows speaking of which in May I think the beginning of May I think we're going to go see Tom Segura. Oh, really? Is he coming to Indiana? 
No, he's uh, Cincinnati. Oh, okay. So. That's quite the trip. Eh, it's like two and a half hours from where we're at, I think. Not bad. Not bad, because I missed his... He, he did come to Indy, but I missed that. Yeah. Um. But I saw that he was going to Cincinnati, and I was just like, damn. You gonna I'm take like, Shalana? I'm I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and talk her into getting a hotel, so I don't have to drive two and a half hours home. Fair, because that'd suck. Well, it's gonna be like midnight, one a.m. by the time we get back. If you know, you just go to the show and then head immediately back. And I I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Ideally, I'd like to get a hotel that we could just walk over to the arena. We don't have to take a fucking Uber. Yeah. But I don't want to pay like 50 fucking dollars for parking like they like to do whenever they have events like that. Oh, yeah. They'll they'll get you. They'll get you money. What's a Super Bowl parking? Oh, like God. I don't like, even want to know. It's like fucking something crazy. Like over $100. Probably. Just like the parking. Well, the tickets are like six grand. Yeah. It's fucking crazy, man. Fuck that. Well, you can watch it for free. Yeah. I don't even like football. I, you know, I'd, I'd like to watch, but like I've said, I don't have any desire to watch sports because I don't have any skin in the game. I, I, like, it's fun to watch, like, oh, shit, that dude just got decked. Yeah. But you don't have, you know, if, if I gamble, if I was just like, I'm throwing five bucks on this, you know, this team winning or whatever, then I'd have some skin in the game. Yeah. Then it's worth watching. Or a fight, you know, I think they're going to win. Always pick the underdog, just so it's just like, I'm going to lose five bucks, or I'm going to make a shitload of, like, whatever, you know, but it'll be interesting to then watch it, because you've got some skin in the game. That's true. Maybe sports would be a little bit more fun if there were stakes, but... But you also don't want to develop a gambling addiction. Yeah, Yeah, that's, that's my thing. You know... You know how I am with risks and gambling is that's it. That's all it is, is risks. So Well with uh at least with sports betting, you you can look at like stats and stuff, like, you know, okay, this team averages three hundred yards and you know, yeah. like you can look at those things that, it's not like going and buying a scratch off where it's just it, like it, it's still there's still a lot of variables that you can't take into account if yeah. that happens. Oh yeah. So it's like Especially with like UFC, like you can you can have somebody who's like won all of them and never lost one, and then somebody who's lost, you know, six or seven matches and looks like they're definitely gonna lose, and then they'll hit them one time and it's done the moment the match starts. You're like, oh, well, there goes my money. You know what I mean? See, that's why you bet on the underdog. It's a, it like it's really a roll of the die. Like you don't know what's gonna happen. Where it's like every six months or whatever you whatever guardrails you want to put up of like I'm gonna deposit a hundred dollars. Yeah. And if I lose that $100 in a month, I don't put another $100 in until that six-month mark. There's only one sport I'm interested in, honestly, that I watch pretty regularly is arm wrestling. That's it. And it's just, I I just, I love the shit talk, honestly, that comes along with it. Do you ever watch that, uh, is it a show, that Power Slap? Oh, I've seen I've seen it before. I know what you're talking about. That show's scary, bro. The motherfuckers be getting fucked up doing that. I saw a clip where they slowed it down, and this dude's face, like, it didn't just like you know how it, there's like that ripple effect. Yeah. 
It wasn't just the ripple effect. It looked like his face changed shape. Oh yeah, I seen a dude. His whole like side of his head like swell was swollen. But they slowed down the hit, and it yeah. looked like it changed his bone structure. He got hit so fucking yeah, hard. Yeah, so much fluid filled up in his fucking face. It, fun shit. Fun shit. I was looking at it as like, man, you know how much permanent damage these motherfuckers are taking doing this shit? Oh, yeah. Like, that's fucking you up, bro. I, I know that they put, like, um, earplugs in for those slaps. Yeah. But could you imagine getting slapped right over because I know it's a foul if they hit you in like the ear yeah but like that concussion hitting you, your fucking can ear can you just imagine getting flat palmed by somebody with some genuine like strength well that's all they do like those those athletes that do the slaps yeah that it's an art Sla- bitch slapping a dude is an art yeah the motherfuckers are hitting you with the strength of a punch in your fucking chrome dome like straight to your temple like, it, it'll fuck you up, man. And you know what? AI can't do that. We at least got that unlocked. Those yeah. guys don't have to worry about their jobs. Yeah, I've seen some fucked up shit with that slapping. I almost kind of like to watch, like, the, the lower like lower weight classes. Yeah. Because they get more slaps in. You watch some super heavy weights, it just, boom, just a fucking bomb goes off and that dude's down instantly. I love the shit talking on that, though, too. Oh, yeah. Because, like, one dude will just lay out and just be like, get some, bitch! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, damn! Yeah, But right. then he has or, to stand there and take it the next time. Yeah. And, like, it's like, oh, you got a glass jaw, dude. You were all yeah. talk. You have you're all arm. Yeah, no I, I love the ones whenever a dude's standing there just, like, staring a dude down and he gets slapped and it does nothing. And the dude's just like, oh, shit, <laughs> I fucked up. <laughs> You ever see those? You ever see those uh, memes? It's just like me if I'm ever the slap competition, and he like slaps a dude and it like doesn't even phase him. He's like, he's like, I quit, I quit, I quit, and they're all just like, no, no, you can't quit. And he pulls out a gun. And he goes, I motherfucking quit. <laughs> you know, he's just like <laughs> walking backwards with a gun. It's like I get it, I get it. If I slapped a motherfucker and he looked, he didn't even blink. Yeah, I'm headed out. I'm headed out. I lost. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. I ain't trying to take permanent fucking damage. He said they're twitching and shit in the floor. Oh, yeah. Looking like a bug that got squashed. <clears throat> Slap me so hard my grandpappy in the grave will feel it. Yeah, it's... There's some wild shit out there. Yeah. But... That's the human touch. You know, AI can't touch that. That's true. AI's not going to be able to touch the UFC fighters, the football players. Like, could you imagine how shitty an AI-generated football game would look? Because, like, they would already determine who's going to win. Yeah. You know, like, so sports are out because the computer just be like, well, due to these stats, this team should be the one that wins. And so they'll win every time. Perhaps. Or maybe it could get advanced enough that it could have enough, like, it could get complex enough that it could create multiple variables that could change it up. Yeah. Because AI, it, it's it's growing to things that I didn't think were possible already. Uh, yeah, I just... I like, don't have, know. Have, you heard, have you heard some of the AI music? 
it's able to mimic styles of artists that are gone and dead with words that they've never said but using voices that aren't theirs you can have Mr. Krabs from Spongebob Squarepants sing like Frank Sinatra but be singing a Linkin Park song and it sound genuine it sound good I'd never, if you would have told me that was going to happen in three years ago, I would have been like, you're fucking crazy. There's no way AI will ever get that good. But look at us now. Have you heard some of the shit that AI comes out with? Oh, yeah. I've heard fucking Plankton from uh, Spongebob singing singing fucking Linkin Park, and it sounded better than when Linkin Park did it. I'm like, what the fuck? How? How? Imagine 10 more years from now what AI will be capable of. At the same time, that's just looking at like a, de- a deconstruction of it. Music is notes. Mm-hmm. So as long as AI can tell what the note is, then they can make Plankton's voice match that note. Mm-hmm. So, also it takes the human interaction out because it's like the, the dude that legitimately voices plankton he may try it but he could be flat yeah because that human that human touch means that you don't hit every single note yeah you know that's true that's true but um i'm just saying it's growing at an exponential rate that i didn't think it would yeah and i i just i'm not as i'm not against it either i'm not against it i think there are bad things that come with it but there's a lot of good that comes with it too like like colleges right now they're trying to fight the chat GBT thing so hard because there's people just doing their homework with it and it's it's effective write me a 25 page paper on X yeah yeah and make it sound like a a college student give it small errors you know where it's not perfect yeah that way you don't get a perfect score and it looks real well it's not only that but you can also then they're also developing other AIs that then once the AI writes it, you can then run that through another AI and that AI will be like, we're going to change this, 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 and this because yeah. it's harder to detect the more AI generates it that it can try and put that little bit of a human touch like, oh, we're going to put this word in because it doesn't really match. Yeah. You know? Or like, I found that this sentence showed up in other papers. Yeah. So we're gonna change this one sentence and makes it harder to detect that AI wrote it. I was I seen this one thing and it was like after this college course this they did like a test and over sixty seven percent of homework turned in for his class they had been able to prove that it was ran through ChatGBT and been completed by ChatGBT. Over half of their homework was done by the computer. But how much of this homework that they're given? Is bullshit. Oh yeah, I guarantee, and I agree with that. I agree with that. But I'm just saying, you see how this is like, this is changing. This is changing the way the game works. The you know? the the thing that I think is getting other people in trouble more is the um is uh, like programmers that are using AI to write code because they're having it write code, but they don't necessarily understand what the code does. You know what I mean? Like, they just say, hey, write something for to do this. But they don't understand how it's doing it. So then whenever something wrong happens or they have to update it, they have no idea how to fucking update it. 
they don't have any idea how to fix that bug because they didn't physically write it themselves. Yeah. So there's there's that aspect too of but how nice would it be for my mod idea for it's just just to ask, you know, AI like, hey, write a program that connects to this model, you know, dog shock caller and it ties into this game and whenever I die it shocks. And there, there's so many things. I feel it. like there's a lot of things you could do with AI too. Like imagine if you had like a three D printer and you're like say you got like a Warhammer piece, like a figure that you're wanting to paint and be like, I need a I need a uh, I don't know a space marine a generic space marine right shoulder pad uh, three inches diameter and then it could create that model for you and then you could link that to your 3d printer and then it can make it can you know it can build it for you do you know what i mean oh yeah like stuff like that for 3d generation and like model making it would it'd be incredible could you imagine if it'd be like give me a space marine helmet design uh make it make it you know, make this uh, space uh, uh, design have more blood, or grittier, or taken damage, or look like it's been infected with a Nurgle or something. You know, and then you could have that linked to your 3D printer, and then have that printed. Like, there, there's so many cool things that could happen with ChatGPT. What I found with with AI when it comes to like the the image generation and all that stuff, when you tell it like Warhammer. Or you say Space Marine, or you know whatever. It doesn't necessarily know exactly what you're talking about. So I feel like the only way to get better at that is if you're able to then select directories that it can only reference off of instead of yeah, the plethora be, of everything. You have to be specific because Space Marine is kind of a vague term. To be fair, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because there's like Space Marines from, you know. Like the original, original Space Marines, and there's like the 40k Space Marines, and they're very different, especially in power and like technology. But, in, but think about all the other sci-fi, like you know, movies or shows or books that mention Space Marine because yeah. it's just a military guy in space. Yeah, like uh, what's Starcraft? Those guys were called Space Marines. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so it's like it's it doesn't necessarily know the references that you're going off. Yeah, of. yeah. You have to be like, you know, Iron Warriors, Space Marine, you know, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Oh, shit. What? I'm fucking tired. What? This energy drink ain't working. It ain't working? It ain't working. Bullshit. I'm a little slumped out myself. I don't know if it's the weather or if it's that intense workout I did yesterday. Speaking of shit... Um, have you been hearing about this uh, eclipse that's happening? Oh yeah, I heard about that. When's that? It's in April. Apparently we're going to be like it, like one of the epicenters of it, right? Have you heard about what's going to happen to this area? Apparently like like we'll take Bedford's like how many how much is the population of Bedford like 20,000? I thought it was 30,000. 30,000? Yeah. They're expecting us to go up to like 140, 150,000 people. Because they want to experience the eclipse? There's people coming from all over the world. Oh my god, are you fucking kidding? Apparently people are like renting out their yards. 
for people to camp in at a thousand dollars a night. Are you fucking serious? So like, leading up to it, like they're saying that you need to make sure that you have a full tank of gas and like maybe some extra gas cans because this happened a few years ago. The last time I can't remember when it happened last, but it happened in Kentucky, and like the gas stations ran dry. Are you? I gotta fucking tell mom about that. Holy shit! And um, the uh, like people the grocery are stores, their yards out, dude. Yeah, like apparently they say that if you have a field that and it doesn't have like a fence up or anything, then be expected for people to overtake that fucking field because. There's gonna. It, apparently, there was gridlock in Kentucky when this happened last, and I find it comical that like there's people in like say Japan or China or India, wherever, all over the world, and they're like, "We're gonna go see this." You know, we're gonna go see this. Let's eclipse. go to fucking Bedford, Indiana, to y- see the eclipse. Yeah, it's just like because is it really just Bedford? Bedford, Bloomington, it's like a band across Indiana. But, like, apparently, like, Bloomington and Bedford, like, that kind of area is going to be where you fe- you see the total eclipse. So it's just like I've never, one I've never experienced that in my life, so. I'm thinking about taking that day off work because it's going to piss me off if I get off work because it's supposed to happen, like, shortly before I get off work. I'm going to be pissed if it takes me three, four hours to get home. But I guess people are gonna like stop in the middle of the fucking highway and get out to watch it. This is fucking crazy. But like, so think about Bloomington. They have like, you know, they have usually what two hundred, three hundred thousand people, including all the students when they're there. It's gonna go up to like, it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be like, it could be close to a million fucking people. Wow. Yeah, our town is not big enough for that populace. Our our town's probably not going to be able to fully handle, you know, 140, 150,000 people. This might, like, honestly, our fucking, it's probably going to fluctuate the economy like crazy, too, here. Oh, yeah. Because of how much money's going to come in. Because people are going to buy everything out of every store. Especially, like, Dick Surplus and, like, Camping gear that you didn't yeah. know that you needed until you and, needed, and, 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 and tents and and, and the, 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 the logs shit. and and think about all the shit that people are gonna leave. Oh God, yeah, for free. The, the litter is gonna be fucking horrid. You know that the litter is gonna be everywhere. Oh yeah, it's gonna be like a landfill. It's gonna be people that go and buy a tent when they get here because it's like I'm not I'm not taking that tent back to fucking China. Well, just think about how many people they're gonna have cans like beer cans and shit laying around out in the field. You know how many people are going to be out there drinking, watching this shit? And they're not going to clean that up. They're just going to take off. Yeah. It's probably going to be fucking horrible, honestly. But I guess we'll see. So, yeah, that's uh, beginning of April is when that's supposed to happen. April? Yeah. Like April 8th or something like that. I just think it's weird that our area is is the spot. Yeah. All the places it to be is corn and soybean land yeah and meth and don't forget meth well and fentanyl don't forget the fentanyl meth fentanyl black tar heroin you know all the good shit (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, all that shit that makes your job fucking worthwhile. Oh my god. Man, what do I do without black tar heroin, man? The dances I see them doing to the bathroom. <laughs> uh, well. Why? B- before we end it, because I know we're about to. Yeah. Why is it that drugs, whenever they do get those mannerisms, those weird things, they all have the same ones? Have you noticed? Like the lean back? Or the, or the, the point? Yeah. The. I I don't know. They all did the same things. Yeah. Have you noticed that? I don't know. May is that just? Are, is the drugs allowing you to like tap into a collective consciousness? That's what I'm wondering. Is just like because they all did the same shit. Have you seen when they're on the side of the road? They're just like hanging back like this. Yeah. They're walking like that? Yeah, yeah. It's like, what? what's going on here? Arching your back and, like, yeah. your head back, looking at the sky. and Yeah. It's just like, what is in this drug that is causing them to have this similar reaction? I don't know. It is it is weird, though. Yeah. It is weird. I, as someone who sees it all the time, they all have, like, the same five mannerisms. I wonder how they're going to stop... Um, because all these people coming in for that, I wonder how many people are going to end up getting fucking robbed by crackheads. Oh my god. People are just like going into any fucking alleyway. They go into like a trailer park and a bunch of crackheads come out and they're just like, give me your shit. Yeah. I wonder how that's going to go. I'm telling you, crackheads will do some wild shit for some money. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd be lying if I said I haven't been offered some sexual favors for a pack of cigarettes a couple times from some crackheads. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how you get that's how you get crotch crickets. Yeah. Yeah, that's how sparkler up the dick hole. That kind that's of how it feel. burns when you pee. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's gonna be wild. I'm those are known as lot lizards. I think it's I think it's gonna be funny too though that if this eclipse thing happens and like it's not as big as people claim it's gonna be. I hope it's not. Honestly, that sounds horrific. Yeah. Because people like if there's gonna be that many people, I'm gonna like want to lock my shit up in my shed. Like people might be trying to like steal shit. You know what I mean? Like. Well, it's. You get that many people in one spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. People just start doing whatever they want. Yeah. The cops can't handle that much populace. They can barely handle the populace we got. Yeah. Think well, and and not just cops. Think about the ambulance services. Yeah, we barely have the ambulances for the people we got. Imagine if there's thirty thousand and there's gonna be accidents with that many people. Oh yeah. They're gonna be hoarding the fucking streets. Well, the people around here are going to be, get the fuck out of my way. Yeah, and people around here drive like fucking idiots, man. Idiots. That's that's another thing about that, that fucking awareness that I was talking about. When you're fat walking around Walmart and shit, but it's also your slow ass driving down the fucking highway yeah. in the left lane, and I'm following your ass for ten miles going... When's this bitch going to get over and get off the fucking highway? Oh, they're going to take this exit. Nope, they go right fucking past it. Right fucking past it. Get your ass out the motherfucking way. Move, bitch. Get out the way. It's even worse whenever the person in front of you has a fucking handicap plate. 
Oh, yeah. I swear to God. I swear to God. They always are just putt-putting. <laughs> it's just like, you can't walk, dog. You, you can seen, use the accelerator. Have you seen that clip? That's that dude. And he's like, man, I, you ain't gonna believe this shit. And he zooms in on their license plate. And it says, succeed. But where the E's are, are there threes? He goes, can you believe this shit? And that motherfucker say, I suck 33 D's. <laughs> I just—I don't know why that just came into my fucking thoughts, but I gotta fucking show you that. I'm trying—I'm trying to get a—I'm uh, trying to work on my Instagram algorithm because I want to find all that horrific shit, like the, all the car accidents and like industrial accidents. I saw one that came up, and it just showed—it showed a motorcycle. Yeah. And it was like mangled on the ground, right? Mm-hmm. And then it pans over, and there's this dude stuck in front of a fucking bus. Like he face planted <laughs> into the bus, and his whole body, it's like a fucking imprint in the front of this bus where it caved in, and he's just stuck oh there. Oh my god, <laughs> holy fuck. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh because he's fucking dead, for sure, but, like, he Looney Tunes into the fucking bus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. See, videos like that, I can laugh at. I mean, I have a dark-ass sense of fucking humor. I have a real dark sense of humor. But, like, those videos make me laugh. Yeah. But then whenever I watch like Nature is Metal and it's like some fucking like chimp ripping a fucking monkey apart yeah. to eat him alive, I'm like, oh man, that, that fucking makes that me ain't cringe. It. That ain't it. Yeah. Like, that's like, ooh, yeah. that's brutal shit. But like a dude that face planted in front of a fucking bus and he's <laughs> yeah. stuck. Like it looks like he's standing up. Yeah. Just stuck. Like just that's like T-pose. Like, <laughs> you're telling me this motherfucker Looney Tunes to end of the end of the bus. I'm... I'm hopeful that when I when when something happens and I die, yeah. Like if it's like I, whenever I was on the plane, I was sitting there just like I know that they grounded all those Max Nines that like the emergency doors just blew off yeah. mid flight. But I was like, I just I just hope that if if I ever got sucked out of the fucking airplane and I'm plummeting to my yeah. death, that I had I had the the fortitude, the mental fortitude as I'm falling. To just like start belting out some song, just like R. Kelly's "I Believe I Can Fly" oh my God. <laughs> before I splat and just turn into pulp. You know, I've actually had this same thought, like what I would do if I was sucked out of a plane. And my, you know what I thought every time when it happened is I'd be like, man, even though there'd be no chance of survival, I'd still aim for water and I'd try to like kind of guide myself to it and see if I can't dive in, you know? <laughs> Even well, though you die instantly, I'd still try to do you it. You know, you're, you're falling 30,000 feet. Yeah. And, you know, like, right before you fucking go and it just goes to black and you just, you just, with arms, wide open. Oh, my God. So, when you, so if, if, by chance... If by yeah, you cannot, with arms wide open, you cannot. You so, can. by chance, you end up going to the fucking pearly gates, 
and you got like St. Peter or whoever the fuck is at the gates yeah. checking people into heaven and he's yeah. just like, dog, you did some wild shit that we shouldn't let you in, but that shit was hilarious and Big Dog wants to talk to you. They're like, listen, we, we heard you singing Creed right before you hit the ground and that was hard, so we're letting you in. Your last thing was a Christian rock band. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, you know, you didn't actually, you didn't specifically ask to be forgiven by Jesus, but that right there. That was close enough. We're making an exception. Like, we're making an exception. Bringing Jesus into your heart or singing creed before your death will allow you into the gates of heaven, is what we're trying to say. <laughs> but at the same time, if they kick your ass down to hell and he's just like, man. I don't know why Dad didn't let you in. That shit was funny. Yeah, it was just like, man, you went hard on Creed right before you went down. He <laughs> was like, even I laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the prince of fucking darkness. Yo, yo, even Satan be going hard on Creed sometimes. Everybody, everybody talks shit on Creed, but everybody, everybody goes hard on Creed it's behind one, those doors. You know, it's just I guarantee, I guarantee Satan's down there in hell sometimes, just being like, can you take me higher? Uh, yeah, no, he said that. <laughs> Maybe six feet deep. You know, <laughs> yeah, he's going hard. You know, he is. I want to see my father. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right, well, before we get into more tangents, we probably should call it because, you know, attention span of a gnat and all that yeah. society has. But, uh, you know. Hit us up sometime. You know we got that we got that email. Yeah, shoot a shoot an email. Share share this with your delinquent friends. You know, let's make some shit happen. It's twenty twenty four, bitches. For real. Cancel culture's done. All right, it's done, son. Done. Don't let it don't let it affect you. Whenever somebody's just like that offends me, you'd be like, shut up, bitch. <laughs> Next. Next. But until next time, do fun shit and treat yourself. Later, bitches. See you.